This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. It's Tuesday night at half past six. You are listening to Radio City Talk and we are the Fight Disciples and what a show we've got coming up today. Of course, we know the big thing is going on at the weekend. We've been building up to it for months online. We've been doing a whole May Max series. Are we going to try and avoid it? Are we? Are you, are you now going to say for the next hour we're going to try and avoid Mayweather McGregor? Is we're that what you're yeah, going to say? Yeah, of course we're going to try and avoid it. It's we're, we're going to lose. All right, okay. but we're going to try and avoid All it. All right, okay. If you want your May Mac feed, go on to fightdisciples.com, as you know, or you, maybe you don't know. We've done a six-part series over the last six weeks, counting down to the biggest, most richest one-off fight in history. We're going to try not to talk about it too much. No chance. Because we've got some special guests today. Yeah. So, just to let you know, we've got uh, some Martin Murray a bit later on. We're going to yeah, talk yeah, yeah. Muhammad well, you, Ali Trophy well, news. you've got an exclusive on him, haven't you? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, listen. That's not even out in, it's not even out in the ether yet. But I, you're, Listen, I don't even think Martin knows yet. Mm. That's, that's where I'm at with it. Basically, you saw him in the street. You had a conversation with him. He told you something in confidence, and now you're putting it on the podcast. Exactly. That's basically what's that, happening. That's what we do. All right. That's okay. what we do. Cool. Uh, we're also going to touch on Sean Masha Dodd's Prenton Park performance yeah. at the weekend. Sorry to say, Steve Wood dubbed the whole event a disaster. Did it? Not good. Financial, you know, the the the, the winnings, the wins and losses, you know, it kind of went as we expected, but unfortunately, it wasn't. It was a bit nice experiment. Take Sean Dodd back to Birkenhead, yeah. put a show on at Prenton Park before he fights. And, you know, we get the story, Steve. But listen, we'll come to it. But anyway, it didn't pan out too well. However, yeah, before we get there, okay. We've got a stunning studio guest with us today. She's she's brought the glamour of the studio up a touch. Because exactly. normally it's just us grizzly eyed fellas that don't shower maybe once a week. Yeah. We brought a bit Speak of we, we, br- we brought a bit of style into the show. Exactly. Today. I was hoping she was going to bring a gold medal as well. Mm. The one and only Liv Hussey, the new European champion. Let us down with the gold medals, mate. Where is it? Exactly. Where, where, why have you not brought it I, in? I don't know. I didn't think too. You just said to come with me, so I did. Unbelievable. We <laughs> only wanted to see the medal. You're coming on the Fight Disciples <laughs> show to talk about the boxing. She just won Europeans, gold medal, right? And doesn't even bring it in. Where Ridiculous. It, let me ask you, where is it? Is yeah. it? Where is it now, right now? Hung off in my room. Of course in is, your yeah. room, or yeah. is it in your nan's, or is it on the, is it on the fireplace, or is it in your room? Yeah. Right, okay, that's yeah, all right then. Yeah. Do, you, do you wear it every day? I look at it every day. Good. No, no, you've got to put like it on every day. Every day, like a medallion when you come down for breakfast. Very similar to what we've just been talking about with Conor McGregor there. He's got his Versace robe. Yeah. Get your bathrobe on, get the medallion on there. That's what you've got to do every single day. Don't laugh at me. I would, that's what I'd that's do. That's what I would do. If as I'd well, achieved exactly. that, I'd be doing that. Hell yeah. 100% of course. I would. Of course. Shall we talk about the journey? Because the journey for you, Liv, has been uh, a little bit bonkers, really. Um, we just need to give a little bit of context for our, our listeners. You are how old? 17. 17 years of age. Now, 2017 has been absolutely outstanding. We're going to get to that in a minute, but we do love a, we love like a, a, a journey, a, a narrative, journey. an underdog yeah. story. We love all that stuff, don't we? You know what I mean? So let's go back to when you were 15, ages ago. You remember years and years ago when you were 15? <laughs> <laughs> this is it's years and years ago when we were 15, but maybe not for you, Liv, right? So in 2015, when you were 15, you went to the Europeans for the first time, yeah? Yeah, in Hungary, yeah. Talk to me about it, mate. Come on. Um, I went to... Oh, I had a bit of less experience than I did when I went to the ones in 2017. And I was nervous. I was scared being away from home for the first time. And I went out there and I just put everything into it, but I got beat and it really upset me. So I thought, I just can't do this. I didn't want to box anymore, but I fell short. And then I went back, came back home and I had a few more fights. And I just, it didn't feel right for me. I didn't want to do it. 
and then I quit. And I thought a move of gyms will do will mm. maybe it do me good. So I moved to one in Warrington, Hook and Jab in Warrington, and it's helped loads. I've had like the best year I could have had. I started off doing fitness and then went back in and thought I feel the love for the sport again. And I did boxing, had a few fights. Yeah. And then the Europeans. Bing, bang, boom. You'd say it. So, so from 2015, right, because you were at Wildcard ABC there, yeah. and you've gone to the Europeans and it didn't necessarily go. When I first saw it, when I first saw that you packed it in, I thought it might be something to do with schooling or something like that, that you were concentrating on your exams. Yeah. And I'm sure you've had that question many, many times, but it was just purely because you'd fallen out of love with it, was yeah. it? Yeah. Right, okay. And then, what inspires you then to start going again? What inspired you to go to the Hook and Jab Gym? Just, I just, I just needed a change in it. And that's one of the gyms that I used to go to do squad training. Yeah. So I thought I'd try it out. And I was not I was just going to do the fitness to keep the weight down and keep maintaining the weight Keep the weight down? There's nothing on you, girl. There's nothing on you, mate. No. Don't say that to us two. No, seriously. 17 years of I'm going to gym to keep the weight down. As it is. <laughs> no, yeah. Right, all right. Okay, that's so, how it okay. is. Yeah. All right. It helps as well at that particular gym. Um, there's quite a lot of talented females. Yeah. I mean... If you see the stats from the recent Europeans, five, I think it was five gold medals that you that the team picked up, yeah. but two of them came out of the same gym. Yeah, me and Alicia, we both got, got the gold. Amazing. That must help them. Working around, obviously, people that are at a certain level, when you see them aspiring and doing what they're doing, if you're coming in there as a young whippersnapper, keeping the weight <laughs> off, yeah, honest to God. that must obviously <laughs> want, give you the little bit of a kick that you need, maybe. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was good. It's good to have someone around you like that. And as well with the coaches, we've got really top coaches. We've got Amanda Grow. She works with GB as well. Yeah. So she's a top top amateur coach. She knows what she's on about. She's got us to where we are now, as well as all the other coaches. So what has then, no disrespect, but what has drastically changed? Is it just purely maturity since 2015 to 2017? Or is it that change of gym working in this particular format that has given you so far, 2017, a ridiculously successful year? Yeah, it's the, it's the change of gym and stuff. It's just helped loads with my, like, conf- building up my confidence again and getting back in there. It's just helped tremendously. So where are you now, Liv? Obviously, you've, you, you know, you're the She's New European champion. You're the two-time national champion. You're multi-time Merseyside and Cheshire champion. Um, you know, you're, you're 17 now. You're making big decisions about your life. Are you going to stay in education? Are you going to go and get a job? Is this the, the job for you? I know you've been training with some pros now as well. Are you starting to think about potentially a professional career after? Surely the Olympic Games yeah, has got to be target number one for you. Yeah, are you well, hang on a minute. If you win Olympics, you better bring the medal in, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't be turning up here without Olympic medals. We'll let you off for the Europeans, but if you get an Olympic one, that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're over if you don't bring it in. Yeah, exactly. Carry on. Uh, obviously, I want to go to there's the Commonwealth as well in 2018, and then there's the Olympics. But if if I'm not if I can't make it in that time, then 2024 mm-hmm. I'd be aiming for. But if I do, then after that, I'd obviously look at going pro. Of course, Liverpool are applying for the Commonwealth Games in 2022 as well, so yeah. that would kind of fit in perfectly with yeah. your... Mm. Imagine fighting in Liverpool for a gold medal in exactly. the Commonwealth Games. It'd be good. That's really the good. stuff dreams are made of. That's proper, that, isn't it? Wow, yeah. Well, let's talk, let's talk about 2017, right? So you're out of the ring for a year, you change gyms, you start doing a bit, and then 2017 kicks off, right? So February this year, yeah? Yeah. English champions. You become the national champion. You've only just stepped back in, mate. You know what I mean? No. You just dip <laughs> your toes back in. Imagine the rest of the girls in that weight division be like, Who's this kid? Yeah, Liv's gone now. Yeah. Oh, she's back. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've heard she's back, but she's only cutting weight. It's fine. She yeah, just yeah. keep doing it to keep the weight off. That's up. it, yeah. And then she turns up at the national finals and yeah, steams everyone. Boom. Brilliant. And you did steam everybody. You were you were taking kids out there very, very quick. Yeah, it was, yeah. 
I just put everything into it. I'll come back bigger than ever. Just put everything into it to get that title. I just wanted that title. I didn't even think of going the Europeans. I just wanted that national title. Was that, if I'm not mistaken, that was your first competitive tournament, wasn't it? Um, for 2017, yeah, I've done nationals before. Yeah, yeah. So that right. was the second time being in nationals with a new gym. And first in the time, year ba- that's what I mean. Yeah. New gym, first time back. Yeah. So the new coach is like, wait, oh, yeah. go on, we'll stick her in, we'll see what happens. <laughs> and she starts, she's everybody <laughs> and becomes national champion. When you do that, then you just said there, I only wanted that title. I wasn't thinking about Europeans, I wasn't thinking about anything. You do that, you win, yeah? We know what sports people are like. We've had so many in this studio. Mm-hmm. There's always the next thing then, isn't there? Yeah. There's always the next thing that you're looking for. So at what moment then do you think, I'm actually quite good at this? <laughs> yeah. what, what, when do you start thinking, I could do something here? I, I always knew I was capable of doing well in the sport, but like when you lose the love for it, I just I just lost the love for this. I couldn't be bothered to do it anymore. Like All the training and stuff was getting to me, but after winning the national title, I thought I'll give it another go. So then obviously yeah. like, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm best in country. Do you want some it? I'll give this another do. Yeah, that's what I did. So so when the Europeans came around this time, was it a surprise to get the call? Or when you got the call, did you kind of think, uh oh, I've been here before. Last time I went to Europeans, it killed me love of boxing. So did you go there with a bit of trepidation, thinking, Oh no, this is I'm I'm enjoying it again. I don't want to go there and lose again. Did that cross your mind? or? It, yeah, it did. Like we, we, What we do is we have a selection camp in Sheffield that was over two days. And then they obviously like, analyse you, see what you, obviously if you can go or not. And then like a few weeks later, you find out if you're going. But like did cross my mind. I was scared and I was worried just in case the same thing happened again. Yeah, of course. But I was confident in myself because I've had a good preparation. And mm. with all the coaches I can jab, they do give you a good preparation. They give you everything you need and they get your confidence up there and make you feel good and ready. So... It helps that you're starching everybody as well, mate, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Did that experience the first time around, though? Obviously, you were two years older, a little bit mature now, not so much missing home, you know, and, yeah. and things like that, where you think, you know what, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm growing into a young woman now, I can handle this, I can yeah. handle being away, Yeah. I can handle being, you know, potentially fighting for a, for a gold medal. How many fights did you have out there? And where, where was the second one um, this year? It was in... Bulgaria. Bulgaria, Bulgaria was the uh, Europeans, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, had three fights. In the first, in the quarterfinals, I fought an Irish girl who had fought not long back in Warrington in England versus Ireland. Is that the kid that trains Island out at Katie Taylor's gym? Yeah, that's Shannon. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, Shannon yeah, yeah. Riley, yeah. And then, so I knew it was going to be a tough fight. So that She's the Irish champion, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, go. And I knew it was going to cross my mind. I was thinking, she's a tough one because I had two tough fights with her. And I was like, oh, no. Good, dr- good draw. That's what you yeah. wanted, it I first round. Just to ease yourself back in. Exactly. So it was just a three round scrap. And I, got, I did get the win on the split decision and then I had a day's rest and then I fought the Russian. Tell him about the Russian. Tell him how quick you got the Russian out of there. <laughs> and she was oh, she was she was strong, but she was a southpaw, so obviously sparring with Tasha and has helped me. Yeah. But she was a tough cookie like. How long did it take you to get it out? No, I it went it went the full three, three rounds in the Europeans. Am I thinking of something where you got somebody out of there in forty eight seconds? When was that one? That was that the semi final. That was in the sorry, that was in the nationals. Yeah. In the semi final in the nationals, you got them out of there in forty eight seconds, didn't you? Didn't wanna what were you don't get paid for overtime, is that what no. it is, mate? <laughs> that, that's quite unheard of in, 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 in amateur, amateur boxing. boxing. Yeah. Never mind off. female amateur boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and then I fought the girl who was stopped again in the Tri Nations, but I did it in like fifty two. I had a cold. <laughs> I had a cold. <laughs> I had a cold. I've got to move. <laughs> Throw another four seconds yeah, yeah, on because yeah. I had a cold. You just I mentioned the, that's good that you just mentioned the Tri Nations there because before you went to the Europeans, that was kind of the stepping stone, wasn't it? You become national champion, you go to the Tri Nations. 
there's a camaraderie in them Tri-Nations. We spoke to Anthony Fowler quite a lot about them, yeah. haven't we? And he's mentioned, oh, I used to love going on the Tri-Nations because it's like I'm, I'm fighting for my country. You know yeah, what I mean? It's the buzz, yeah. Yeah, and you, did you take on Ireland? Is that who you fought uh, no, first? No, I, I only fought the girl who were fought in the uh, Nationals because no one were in Wales or Scotland was at my weight, so we had to fight the girl again. Oh, oh right, okay. Right. Yeah. Cool, man. And obviously you win that. Yeah. So that again, the momentum's starting to build. So it's nationals, tri nations, beat that. And then it was the England versus Ireland. That's know? it. That's the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. So yeah. you go on, win that, and then you go in, <laughs> and then you go into the Europeans and do the business there, and win your gold medal, which you haven't brought in. But we're not going to make a big deal out of that. That's okay. Uh, so you are consistently picking up accolades and trinkets in the 69 kilogram category. Now yeah. you are the main dog, right? So therefore, when we look ahead towards India at the end of the year. Worlds, mm-hmm. not stopping there, are we, mate? We're going for it, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We are. Can't wait. How? how what, what's the preparation then? Now, between then and now, because it's later on in the year, we haven't got a full date yet on the Indian. There thing, will be. We? There will be a selection camp down in Sheffield sometime, maybe. A selection camp. Surely you've just got to tear up and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mayor, stick me in. <laughs> Were your medals around you? Next? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's yeah, it. yeah. Who else is going? <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming with me? That's what you want to say. <laughs> That's what they'll do. So they'll do the selection camp and then six to eight weeks they'll give you a training programme and you'll follow that. And your coaches will give you the sparring. So like I spar Stacey Copeland, Tasha Jonas to get all top quality sparring in. Stacey's mint. She just turned pro, ain't she? Yeah, she is. Stacey's really a good friend of my wife's, right? She teaches at uh, Katie's school, does Stacey? Oh, right. And uh, obviously she just turned pro, but she does quite a lot of stuff within the community, teaching young kids and stuff like that. She is absolute mustard. Top kid. We should get her on the show, absolutely. She's a top kid, really good talker, does loads in, in the media. But I've no doubt characters like that, working with her, not just sparring, but just being around her, yeah. helps you a lot because yeah, you can learn a lot from a wise head like that. Yeah, she is. She's sound. She's boss. <laughs> sparring with those two girls as well. You know, if you sparring with Stacey, you spar them with Tasha. Going to the Europeans or going to the Worlds, you've mm. got absolutely nothing to be intimidated about because both those girls are absolutely world-class anyway. Yeah. So, amazing position that you're in right now. What, so, what was the... Before, what, before we... Talk about the world. What was the final in Europe then? Who did you beat in the final for the European? Polish girl, but oh my god, she—I've never hit, been hit so hard. She hit so hard. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. But yeah, she was. It was a really good fight, dead competitive. She's just one of them Polish girls. You're like, whoa, we'll look at her and you're like, wow. Yeah. Need, well, a, need a cricket bat to get her out of there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Adam's favourite female fighter is Polish, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Johanna Jadrajek in the yeah. UFC. That's where I'm at. That's yeah. where I, She's I, a bit of a killer as well. Na- yeah, but nails. Yeah, yeah, she has nails. Yeah. Walks around with like hematomas on her head and stuff, you know exactly. what I mean? But doesn't care, just cracks on. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was that live? That was three fights in five days, was it? Six uh, days? Six days, I think. Six yeah. days, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'd like, I was like the lucky one. I wouldn't have to fight day after day after day. I had a rest in between. Yeah. So, there's some like, you fight on Friday and then you fight on Saturday, you know, so it's like consistent where I had the rest in between. Yeah. So, yeah. It's exciting, isn't it, female boxing at this moment in time? Because if we were having this interview maybe even five years, let's say before 2012, if we'd have been having this chat five years back, this chat might have been totally different. But now you've seen a legitimate path. You've seen the likes of Nicola. You've seen Tasha. You've seen these guys Katie go. Taylor. Yeah, exactly. You've seen them go to Olympic Games, do extremely well, and be celebrated. And that's the key thing, isn't it? To be celebrated on an equal platform like the male fighters get. And now you, as a young lady, seventeen years of age, doing all this, there's a point to it, and there's a real point to it. There's a real belief now. You're thinking, right, the path's there. Somebody's blazed the trail. Wicked. I yeah. can go down that path now. Yeah, it's believable. Yeah, someone to look. There's people to look up to, and not if they have done it, then obviously I can do it as well. Mm. So. 
Is that what you're thinking, Liv? Are you, are you thinking now, starting to have a look? And you know, obviously, you've been at Joe Gallagher's. You've been training with um, amongst good level pros, high level pros. Are you starting to think now that that could be my career path, or are you still kind of all you care about is the Olympics? Uh, are you still in an amateur mindset? Be like, I just want to win the Olympic gold medal, and then and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, all my mind's just an amateur at the moment. Like, I just want to do the Commonwealth the Olympics. Like, that's been a dream, just to get an, even if it's an Olympic medal. Obviously, I want the gold, but any Olympic medal. And then, obviously, from there, go pro. Yeah. I am obviously going to want to go pro for 100%, whether my way we go in the Olympics goes or not. Yeah. The pro side will be the one for me. What's the, what's the what's your family like? Are you are your family massive supporters? Do they want you to go professional? Or is there any, like, oh, we kind of like you being an amateur. We don't know about being a professional. Well, my mum, she's like, she doesn't like me boxing. She, she doesn't <laughs> even want me to go pro with no head guard. <laughs> she's like, oh, no, I can't see you go pro with no head guard, so... But they are massive supporters of my mum and my grandma, everyone. They all are massive supporters. Of course they are. Listen, when you're... Re- listen, Olympic final, they'll be ringside, mate. There'll be handbags being whizzed all over, gaff. <laughs> yeah. They'll be buzzing, right? Especially when you get on that podium in the year the National Anthem. That's the thing, and That's yeah. the dream. Of course. Come on. Anyway, you're going to stick around because uh, one of your pals is on the show in a minute. Martin Murray's a big supporter of yours. Everybody from St. Helens just stick, sticks together, Nick. Big time, yeah, they do. Yeah. St. Helens. They've, they've all got that St. Helens tattoo somewhere. <laughs> That's it. It's That's like, it, yeah. When you're at 18... It's on the head. It's in the hairline. When you're at 18, it's like mandatory in St. Helens. You have to yeah, go yeah. and register to vote and then get your St. Helens tattoo. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. Uh, so Martin's going to be on the show uh, shortly. Um, hopefully he's going to give us a bit of an exclusive. Because <laughs> if not, I'll drop it. <laughs> yeah. Because Nick's already had a conversation with him and he's dropped the exclusive anyway. All right? So stick around. You're listening to Radio City Talk. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to part two of Fight Disciples. We are in studio with the one and only future gold medalist, Liv Hussey. No pressure. No pressure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, before we move on, though, I want to recap of the weekend. There was one event on Merseyside, Greater Merseyside, over the weekend, and it was Steve Wood's VIP show over at Prenton Park. A six, seven fight card. Um, wasn't too much to sh- you know to get excited about, to be honest with you. It was what it was. It wasn't a TV show. It was an opportunity for... Baker Ned's uh, loyal fan base to get behind their golden boy Sean Dodd, but unfortunately it was uh, it, it backfired a little bit. So anyway, before I talk about it, let's get Masher on the phone and get his take and uh, and see how he feels it went down ahead of of course next month's fight with uh, Tom Stoker. How are you, mate? You good? Yeah, not bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, sound lad. I just uh, I just come outside, just in the living room with the baby, and then it's just on his on his iPad. <laughs> <laughs> you cheering at me just all sorts going off Got it, mate I do that all the time you know what I mean when the little lad's in my ear giving me a lot of abuse here stick some Peppa Pig on that sunshine that'll sort your night out that's it he's got, he hasn't got my phone he's got his mind phone so he's <laughs> just the uh, the weekend the, the, the Tranmere Rovers you know kind of it felt like a bit of an experiment at the weekend Masha. the main thing is what did you get out of it? You know, what did you get out of that uh, opponent? What did you get out of that event? And how does that set you up for next month's big showdown with Stalker at the Echo Arena? Um, it was just called it. What I've done is because um, obviously with the, the science behind sport nowadays, I've been doing a lot of uh, research and, and, and well, I'm always researching anyway, learning things and stuff. I um, And I just picked up a few little things that will help in preparation, you know, like gaining strength and... Um, and making weight a bit easier, and just all little 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 tricks and stuff here and there. Yeah. Um, and I thought no no better way to try them out in this fight. I'm only going to nine stone thirteen for the fight, so I had a little bit to play with if, if need be. So I was trying a few little things out in preparation. I've been working on the 
on strength as well uh, down at peak performance because uh, obviously Stalker being the, the, the fleet-footed boxer he is, <laughs> I'm not going to mask that, you know what I mean? So uh, I've just got to just go and, and bull, basically bulldoze him, just go in there and um, I'm just be like a, a, a bull a bull-type enforcer and, and just take it to him. So uh, when we got in on the night, it, it, I just wanted to um, plan, plan my feet a little bit when I could. Let a few heavy shots go. See how they how they were, and uh, without trying to be fair, we 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 hurt him and, and took him out. You know, I wanted. I think it was the third round, and yeah. I did I did want a couple of more rounds to be fair, but I just couldn't. It just felt that every time I hit him, I really hurt him. So uh, it was it was good to see that and feel that that progress. What we've been working on, the weight again, how we done it was perfect. Um, it was great, yeah. So um, you know, a lot of it's a couple of things we've been working on paid off perfectly. So I'm um, taking them into this this camp with me as well, and this time we should be even more improved on it as well. In all honesty, though, Sean, you know, you're getting better better quality than this in sparring, aren't you? You you you, you yeah, match yeah. up against better lads than this in, when you're sparring for this for this stalker fight. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, obviously he went in the polls there. I picked. I've never. I've never picked an opponent in my life. I've. I've never had that. Um, that luxury. You know, that luxury. <laughs> yeah. You know. I've always had to fight. Been told to fight, and I've always been the underdog as well. So, uh, you know, it's always that down to me managing team, and he was. Um, he was the opponent to be. I never actually got to see him in person, which is when we got to weigh him. He's been weighed and, he, and he's gone. So I never got to size him up anyway. It was just a matter of looking at a photo having an idea, seeing him on YouTube, and then just turning up on a night and seeing what he was going to bring to the table. And to be fair, he, he hadn't he hadn't changed from what I'd sort of seen on the telly. He didn't look strong. He didn't look um, he didn't look big. He had like a nice little jab on him when he used, you know when when it was used. And he had a tight you know a tight defence, yep. and he moved around a bit, but he didn't. Um, his defence weren't strong. His arms it weren't strong with it, you know. The jab just pierced right through his hands, yeah. right on the button every time. You know it was uh, so. You know I, I expected it probably a tougher fight. To be fair, I was expecting a bit more of a tougher test. Yeah, and, and I was looking at probably getting at least. I was I was thinking I was going to get like you know get into the eighth round and then and then if he actually then just take the two and and hopefully get a little stoppage and entertain the fans, but. Uh, it happened in the third round, just as we, as I said, you know, I'll just step up a little bit now. And the minute that I put the foot down a little bit, it was over. And yeah. I like, didn't even get out of the first gate. No, to be honest, I, I fully expected him to be, you know, to be like a, you know, obviously a lesser version, but a, a version of Tom Stalker. It surprised me that he wasn't more of like a boxer mover type of Southport. You know, it, it surprised me yeah. that he didn't look a lot more like Tom, because that for me would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, of course. That's what I asked for. Um, when um, obviously, and I don't get to, they don't get that luxury. Mm-hmm. But he, he said um, about obviously the store fight anyway. Should we pull this fight and stuff? And I said, well, we've already had plans for this fight. You know, let's just let's have the fight. You know what I mean? And uh, and I said, well, we can use it as part of the preparation. But you know, why daily? Like a a boxer, mm-hmm. Southport, and um, and it'll help in preparation because I was sparring the Southport prior to that fight as well. I've been sparring. Southport anyway, so I said, Let, let's get a Southport that they said, I know Danny's concern was, well, what if you get a cut, because Southport's going to be awkward, and it, it might be a bit risky if you get cut, then, 
you know, trying to mess up the plans and stuff. And, and I just said, well, look, you use, you use the coaches, you use the team, you use the best yeah. to me. Um, I'm happy to fight whoever. I, I trust you. I'll take your word for everything. So I'll go with what you think. I, I, I don't mind, you know what I mean? So uh, it, it is what it is. What it is. And, um, and he turned up and it was, he was a little... A little orthodox midget. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, Masha. Obviously, everybody's used to your personality on the on the radio when you come and do the show on uh, on Steve's show here on Radio City Talk on uh, on weekday mornings, mate. Everybody's used to the band. The fans come out; they absolutely idolise you. But yeah. for me, when I'm getting into getting into a fight, I like a little bit of a needle. I like a little bit of animosity. <laughs> now, you're, you're you're a sound lad. Yeah, it's all banter, and but you're a sound lad. And Tom normally is quite quiet in, in build-ups to fight. So I thought, when this got made, I thought, all right, yeah, I kind of like that. It's a bit of a Birkenhead Liverpool thing. I kind of like it. And then Tom Stoker has a bit of a personality switch, and he decides to get stuck in there, you know what I mean, and starts to make a bit of a do of it. And I'm kind of liking it, mate. I'm kind of liking <laughs> the buzz. I'm kind of liking uh, what we're going to be expecting at the end of the month. I am to be fair, mate, and uh, I, I'm laughing at the comments he's saying, and, and, and listen, I'm human, I've got feelings, emotions, and believe me, you know, uh, as much as I'm, um, you know, just cracking on with things, I seriously, I can't wait to get in there and punch his head. And <laughs> as, much, as much as he's saying he's going to punch my head and listen, and he's going to give me a boxing lesson, and, he say, and he's saying, I, I'm going to get a shot. I know what to expect of him. We all know what to expect of him. He's a good boxer. Um, he likes to move around. You know, and, and he, don't get me wrong, he does sometimes. And he can't help himself, but he does get going and stuck into a little bit of a fight. Mm-hmm. But that's where he's going to get the shot. When he stands and, and thinks he can hold his feet with me and fight with me. Um, when he thinks he can move around the ring and avoid me and, and think it's in the boxing will won't, won't allow me to get near him. He's going to get another shot again. Because that's one thing I do is I'll I'll close that ring down. I make that ring like a phone box, and um, and he will not match me when I come with soldiers. So when we start fighting, I know for the fact that I keep picking it now that I'm, I'm seriously going to hurt him. And and when I do, I'm not going to have no. You know, if he if he wants to put his hand out and, and shake my hand in respect, I will do. But to be fair. I'm not one to not with people, but I couldn't care about him. I couldn't care if I put him on a stretcher and he gets carried out of there, to be fair. Because I think he's such a disrespectful person in this build-up. And I've never wanted to get in a fight and hurt someone as bad as I want to hurt him. Wow, that 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 that's obviously that's from you from you yeah. as well to have that attitude because obviously listen, Masha, throughout your career we know this. People underestimate you. You've been underestimated yeah. every single step of the way. Let's be honest, and yeah. people are still underestimating you now. But to, to but to hear that that Tom has actually got under your skin a little bit as well, that there's real fire in your belly. You know, I think yeah. we could see a Masha two point zero for this fight. Definitely, mate. You know, I've like I've gone into fights and I've just done what I'm about to do to win to boxing. You know, win the fight, come out, you know, healthy. And I've said it to people, and I know people say, "Oh, you don't, don't be silly." But I'm willing, I'm prepared to just give. You know, I'm, I'm willing to die in that ring because there's no way I'm going to let him come out that ring and go. I told you the bacon head bump. I told you these days. I told you that. There's no way in this world he's going to have that. I'm going to. Want to die in that ring before he kills me, and I mean that. It's a street fight. It's turned into a street fight. I'll tell you something. I'm frightened for the blooming ring walk now. That bouncy house is going to be really pumped up, isn't yeah. it, sunshine? There's not going to be a, there's not going to be any ballads coming out uh, on on fight night. Nah, it's going to be. I tell you, it's going to be, it's going to be a fight, and I'll make it a fight. 
as much as he wants to box and you know use them little powder puff hands of his and you know put on a little bit of dis- display. It's not going to happen. I'm going to I'm going to you know want to fold them up like a little deck chair. I'm going to snap him and send him back to Spain so he can be like little sun lounges. That's all he is. And on that note, we'll leave it there. You are Fold them up like a deck chair. That's it. You are on yeah. fire today, mate. Super. Um, yeah. Listen, yeah. get back to Peppa Pig, you. Go on, you need to get back right. to camp. When you see a new talent that I told him that he couldn't crush a grape in a free fight. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Mash. You're a legend as ever, mate. Take care, pal. Thanks, lad. What a hero. Superb. He sounds fired up, doesn't he, Liv? I yeah. love all that. A little bit of animosity. Have you ever you experienced that in your career? I guess because... International amateur doesn't really happen, does it? No, yeah, not no, really, no, one... no. It's all just like friendly before it, and then when you get in there, you're just two enemies then. Yeah, and then shake hands afterwards, of yeah. course. Are you looking forward to that on the programme? Yeah, bit of I can't needle, wait. I'm, I'm that talking. type of person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you been practising your Conor McGregor billionaire walk? That's what you got to do, haven't you? That's how you got to walk on it. Yeah. <laughs> Masha, sound fired there, didn't it? I've never heard him like that. I've never heard him Because normally like that we see well. him around our studio when we're recording, and he's chilled out. One of the lads, he's, always laughing yeah, and joking, he's always, always got a, a smile on his face. But you know, he's rev. I'm gonna fold. I'm gonna fold Tom Stalker <laughs> like a deck chair and send him back to Spain as a sun lounger. And he couldn't crush a grape. You know, these are, you know, they, they've obviously got under each other's skin. Yeah. But we could see that at the press conference as well. You know, Tom, and even he, he confessed to us afterwards. Didn't yeah, he, he was rev. He said, "Listen, this is this is what I've had to do to get this fight. I've had to go out my comfort zone. I've had to talk trash. Otherwise, Masha would never have fought me." And and Masha admitted to as much. He was like, "Well, why should I fight him? You know, he hasn't got a record yeah, yeah. that deserves a Commonwealth." So. We've got that. What's happened is. Do you know what's horrible for us? Right. Because this is what happened when Callum fought Rocky, right? Yeah, yeah. We like them both. Yeah, we like them both. And we have them both on the show. We have a right crack with them both. And you're thinking, I can't pick. Leave me alone. Don't make make a decision. The beauty of it is, we don't have to pick. No, we can just just enjoy enjoy it. it. We can just enjoy it, yeah. But uh, but listen, you know, Mash has fired up there. He had a fight at the weekend. He's obviously taking this thing seriously, whether they're right opponents or not. You know, I heard uh, Prenton Park wasn't great at the weekend, but at least he got the win. And, uh, you know, you look on, just look on social media and look how hard Tom Stalker's worked. Grafting away every day at the yeah, MGM, yeah, yeah. he's surrounded by killers over there. Danny Vaughan's got him working as hard as ever. Listen, these two are going to turn up to fight at the end of next month. I'm telling you, it could, that could be fight of the night. There you go. Uh, happening at the end of the month, we will have uh, some tickets for that lined up for you as well as we get closer to fight night. Um, one man that's also maybe going to be performing in Liverpool in the not too distant future is Martin Murray. He's on the show next. Hopefully, he's going to reveal what we're talking about. If he doesn't, Nick will tell you. It's coming next on Radio City Talk. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to the final part of tonight's Fight Disciples show on Radio City Talk. We are still joined in the studio by the one and only Liv Hussey, future superstar, current European gold medalist. We've been speaking to Masha Dodd. We've mm. been talking about a lot of stuff that's going on in the city, but we can't finish. And we've been doing this every couple of, you know, for literally for consecutive weeks now. We've been getting set excited about the Muhammad Ali Trophy, the big event that comes to the Echo Arena on Saturday, the 16th of September. Mm-hmm. What a month September is for boxing, Unbelievable. Especially on May's side. Two massive events at the Echo Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks apart. So, listen, over the back end of last week, the one and only Martin Murray was added to this bill. Now, can I just point out, that's not been made official. This is Nick now. Yeah. He's had a loose conversation with Martin, haven't you? Well, I know what's happening. 
I hope he backs you up, mate. Yeah, me too, yeah. <laughs> I do. He's going to come on now. I'm going, no. I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. No idea what you're talking about. Listen, Martin's been added to the Muhammad Ali Sophie bid. We're going to find out why. And if he doesn't tell us, I'll get it out of him. All right. Okay, cool. Um, can I just point out, for those listening that are not from the Merseyside or Northwest area, mm-hmm. um, if you press the red button now, there will be subtitles that does come up because obviously it lives St. Helens, Martin St. Helens. <laughs> and when those two like start talking together in their own colloquialisms, it's quite difficult to understand understand sometimes it is you know what i mean anything could happen yeah. they're going to mention people like johnny wellies <laughs> yeah. my benny. My benny's <laughs> gonna be it's a little bit of a thing all right so let's get the main man on the show and let's see what he's got to say for himself hello here's the legend martin money it's adam and nick and lives on the show as well mate how are you pal yeah yeah i'm good thanks very very good thanks yeah just um just got back off holiday and uh yeah ready to go holiday that wasn't an holiday mate i thought you'd moved to paphos i thought you were out <laughs> i thought you'd gone for a full month mate that residency yeah that's a plan eventually yeah i thought i thought, I thought there were a new <laughs> camp <laughs> <laughs> listen um we're starting the show mate talking about st ellen's legends obviously yourself uh lives going to be a future st ellen's legend but we want to talk about mad benny uh we want to talk about johnny wellies <laughs> That's the show today. That's the show. Liv's, oh, no, listen. Mark and the show. That's it. Well, Liv's, Liv's sorted out all the running order for the show, and she said, listen, I want to talk about my hometown. So we're starting with Johnny Wellies. Is he still knocking about? Is he still doing a bit? Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's still knocking about. Um, took him, dropped him off in town the other week. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd go and get my car cleaned after, if I'm honest. No, seriously, yeah, yeah, picked him up, took him, took him down, um, still see him knocking about, he's a belting bloke. Mm. How's, how's, how's Mad Benny doing? Uh, <laughs> Mad, everyone outside of St. Helens knows no. who Mad Benny is now, mm. through Martin's yeah, yeah, social yeah. media, he's, he's, like a, he's like a he's like a featured guest there every yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, I'm, I'm glad he introduced Mad Benny to, to, to the world because he's... Uh, He's just—he's just a bloke that needs to tell People need to see what he's about. He's just—he's seriously a legend. He's just—just just a funny, funny guy. And uh, and yeah, you know, I've had the pleasure of uh, knowing him all my life. So it's uh, yeah, it's good that people are finally seeing what he's about. Mm. Did you see that Martin was knocking about with Stephen Gerrard the other day? By the way, I seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He hangs out with all the stars: Mad Benny, Johnny Welly, Stevie G. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm all don't you, Mark? <laughs> yeah, yeah, do mate. Yeah, but we had Stevie G at the shop the other uh, the other day. Which was, um, you know, it was great for the, um, it was great for the, for the shop. It was just great for the area. Mm. You know, we were the shoppers in Sintelling, Finger Post. And, you know, we didn't tell anybody he was coming down, and then he come down, and then obviously it spread like wildfire. And then there was people there that were not seen for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah, Just turning up the Liverpool stars, but yeah, it, like I said, it, it was good for the area, and it was, you know, very, very nice of him come down. He was, you know, but. How's the how's the shop doing? Prep to go you're talking about now in St. Helens, aren't you? How's that how's it all going? Yeah, yeah, it's going well, yeah. Everyone seems enjoying the food. Um Is Digger is Digger enjoying it? Is he eating up profits? What's going on? Yeah, well obviously he has got his own in Warrington, he's uh, he, he's doing uh, not Warrington, sorry, witness, he's yeah. doing well learned. Yeah, he, he, it's good it's great it's good food. Uh, uh prep for you quick, so it's, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, everyone seems to be enjoying it, so that's uh, that's the main thing. Hopefully we can just keep doing well with it. Yeah, Liv, is he sorting you out? Obviously you being a, a St. Helens kid, is he sorting you out with the meals? Because uh, obviously you need your training uh, regime, Liv, don't you? Um, Liv uses the witness one. Oh, cheating now. on you! What's going on? <laughs> 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 All right, Liv. 
Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good thanks, good. Did you have a good night, you sat there? Yeah, it was good, yeah. Hang on, what, we're going on Saturday? We didn't know what, what, <laughs> what, where, what, where, where we were. Where was our invite? Yeah, exactly. What's going on here? Went to a uh, wedding. Dinner, uh, one, of, one of my good mates and one of Liz's old, uh, Liz's old coaches, um, Mike, Mike Gill, got married. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was at Stains Ground. I just nipped down and everybody looked like they was in fine spirits. Let's, uh, let's just say that. Does, oh, okay. it, does anybody in St. Helens not get married at the Saints ground? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I think that's like a... It's standard, isn't it? You've got to get married at the, at the ground. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a good night. I mean, I couldn't stay long get a wedding in Warrington as well, but... Um, was that at Warrington's yeah, ground? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, but it was, it was in our local... Uh, I'm saying our local, obviously, I'm St. Helens, but who my lad plays for Wilson. It was in uh, Wilson, Wilson's ground. But yeah, Edison lives like she was having a good night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, aye. Out of season, having a few shandies with no. you. That's All right, awesome. we'll leave it that then. We'll leave it that. Listen, Listen, Martin, No, no, I don't want to talk boxing yet. No, right, okay. <laughs> it's Martin, yeah? We don't talk boxing until right at the end. What I want to talk about is your son's rap career. That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> Oh my when, God. When's Archie going to be dropping his first uh, dub plate? When we're going to see it? Oh, you know, oh, you know what? We had, we've done some laughing over that, me and Jeb. Because when I was, I was reading it, and she was, she was having a shot of aloe vera at the time. <laughs> and all you heard was this big splurting sound, and she was just she had, she had spitting all out because she was laughing. Yeah, man. And then, and then I, I read it out, and obviously he was coming up with Little Boy and Bro yeah. and. Uh, Everything it was all it was hilarious. That that could be his rap name. Li- what were it? Little boy. He was referring to somebody else, wasn't it? Little, yeah. Go cry to your mum, little boy. <laughs> yes, Archie boy. He dropping it. <laughs> oh yeah, but you had me in stitches when you're reading that. You tight get. You know what I mean? He's never going to be able to live that down on social media. Um, I'm sure he'll get me back when he's old. I'm sure he will do. Listen, how is uh, more importantly, how's uh, the little one? She doing all right after the operation? Yeah, she's flying. She's walking now. Um... Obviously, she started walking on holiday about a weekend. Obviously, the sun in the pool, you know, was really good for her. Mm-hmm. Every day swimming, but um, but yeah, she's walking. We there's still a lot of stuff we've got to do. She, her body's still not straight. Her legs still kicking out. That's still stiff. But she's she's getting there. She's up and about now. Yeah. But she's still very obviously very sore. The sweat is knocking. She's she's screaming. So she's still in a lot of pain. But. She's a little soldier. She's a soldier through, and she, she's honestly one of my heroes. Good, yeah. mate. Well, it's good to see her uh, on the road to recovery. Right, Nick, you can talk boxing with him now. Well, I only want to ask because Liv was waxing lyrical earlier in the show, Mart, saying that you were one of her big inspirations and one of her idols in boxing and everything else. So I wanted oh. to ask you, what well, you know, how has the how has St. Helens as a region taken Liv, and how far can this girl go? I think she's proved that with just a just a short amount of time she's been doing it. She's got she's going to the top, and I, I, I truly believe that. I mean, um, she won Pride in Selins a couple of years ago, and I got up and I said a few words about her. And you know, I, 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 I spoke from my heart, and it was true. You know, but I've never I've never met a girl, or, or, or even even a lad, who's more committed to it than her. She eats, sleeps, and breathes boxing. And from when she first started getting into boxing and what she got into it for, and now where she is, obviously her sights and her goals are becoming bigger and bigger and bigger, and and the more than achievable for her. She's honestly she, she she works hard, she 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 lives boxing, and I know that she is going to go down as one of one of she could act, who knows she could very well be the, the, one of the great, if not the greatest boxers 
since Ellen's ever produced because obviously she's on the England team now. Yep. No doubt the future's looking like the uh, like the Commonwealth Games, the Olympics for her. And and yeah, I mean she she she's doing everything she needs to be doing to um, to go on and create a great life for herself and and go down as a as a legend of St Helens, which is obviously which is a great thing for her in the town. Obviously, what, uh, big, bigger than Mad Benny? No chance. <laughs> Not a chance, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Olympic Olympic gold medal means one thing. We get a gold post box. You get to place a gold post box in your hometown. Yeah. What about out the, outside the shop, Mark? You fancy a gold post box outside the shop? It, it sounds good, and uh, if Liv can, uh, Liv can do that for us, obviously... Well, she's got she's got to start using your shop first. Is what's going to happen? <laughs> she put it in witness. Yeah, she's sent it to witness. <laughs> no, but yeah, she's honestly she she she's doing amazing. Um, I've I've always been I've always been close to her. I've always tried like mentor her a little bit. Um, you know, took her up the gym with me when she you know when she'd been off school, or oh, now she's obviously left school when she wants to come up the gym with me. She can and she's, we had a good chat about. I think it was about 18 months ago, I live about changing gyms, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. And, yeah. and I, I giving me advice on where I thought she should go and she was thinking the same thing and she'd gone there and obviously she's just she just took it to other yeah. people since being there. So so I'm, I'm really, really made up for her, I honestly am. So when you're a pro and you're earning uh, millions, 10% for this lad, all right? Yeah. Sorted you out, 10%. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be a manager then. Yeah, 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 yeah of course you will. Of course you will, mate. Listen, um... Nick's grass you up earlier on in this show, right? Yep. Because you've had a conversation with him and he's dropped a bomb on the show. We can't find it anywhere on any, on any social media site. It's nowhere to be found, my friend. Nick, come on, t- tell him the score. Martin Murray is, he will be back September the 16th. That's right, isn't it, Mart? Muhammad Ali trophy undercard? Yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean, I'd, someone tweeted something the other day. Um, it, it is on the... Because Sutherland's doing the show. It is on the... Um, the Running order for the night, saying that that I will be will be fighting on 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 the show, so it is out there somewhere. Yep. But yes, yes, September sixteenth. Um, awesome. I'm, I'm back out on 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 the undercard of uh, of obviously that show. And this is uh, 168 pounds. This is that super middleweight, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's back up at super. I mean, if I'm honest, it, it's not. It, you know, I got a comfortable win in my last fight at middleweight. I feel yep. better at that weight. I've, I've I've had a chat with a few people and I'm, I'm basically there's it it, it kind of like comes to it where it was the, I was told there's nothing there for me till till next year at middleweight so yep. it's kind of like move up and take this opportunity or just stay on the shelf at middleweight till next year and obviously I'm not I'm not willing uh, willing to do that so obviously I've I've moved back up to super um, and yeah we're gonna. For the time being, yeah. and then we're gonna see, gonna see what uh, September. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what the rest of the year is gonna bring, my friend. We're all going to Mexico, aren't we? Because uh, Chavez Junior is obviously sticking pictures of you all over his social media. We fancy that. Yeah, definitely. I know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I do. Um, again, we spoke my management over that. Um, they have been kind of like talking to his team, but I just kind of, I don't know what's happening with Chavez at the minute. Obviously, I've, I've kind of been told that he. he um, He's not. He's not the flavour at month with the Mexicans, and mm-hmm. uh, you know from his last fight. Yeah. yeah. And then I've seen him calling other other few people out. So, you know, he, he he's direct messaging me on Instagram. He he messaged me the other day uh, a picture of Callum Smith saying he wants to fight Callum Smith. Is he is he your friend? Can you get me a fight with him? Uh, you must think I'm a matchmaker now. <laughs> <laughs> Random. But, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know whether he's been a little bit desperate, whether he just wants a big fight, whether he wants to get out there, I don't know. But he's again, he, he messaged me again yesterday saying me and you fighting. So, I mean, it is a possibility. Mm. And, you know, I've, I'm, I, I'm going through my uh, uh, visa again now uh, as we speak. You know, I've, I initially planned to go September 16th over, you know, Vegas and watch Canelo and um, Golovkin. Yeah. Um, but... Um, you know, I've sent all my all my stuff off to it. I'm I'm, I'm just waiting for an interview now with the at the embassy in London. <clears throat> but th- there always has been that issue with, with with me with me and Chavez. I was meant to fight him twice before. Yeah. Um, once in Vegas, um, and once somewhere in Texas. But again, you know, the the, the visa situation come into play, so so it kind of get um, get brushed under carpet. But. I'm working on that now, so so with any luck I can do it, and I can I can fight in America, but he's on about obviously fighting in Mexico, so I mean I, I don't know. Either or, Martin, I'm fine with either. You know what I mean? I fancy an holiday to yeah. either of them. No bother, mate. Yeah, what do you think, oh, Liv? Exactly yeah, exactly. Mexico, exactly. Los Angeles, yeah. we're not bothered. But Vegas, mate. No, Vegas no. would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so I, basically, all I've got to do now, I've, like like I've kind of always always done, to be honest with you, because I've never really had the at the back and I've really been built into into somebody who I've always been see I've always struggled getting fights because I can't offer anybody anything mm-hmm. over an over apart from tough and hard twelve rounds. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And 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 you know I've got no belts I can offer people. That's why I can never really get in in the fights I want because all I can offer people is is a is an is a scrap. He's a proper scrap. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know I mean? And not many people want that. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I've just got to obviously get back in the gym. I'm just outside the gym now as we speak. Um, just, just get back in the gym, just get training, and hopefully, um, like I've done all my care, just hopefully something comes up for me. Yeah. Who, who will be cornering you, Mart, for this fight next month? Who are you going to have in the corner? Uh, Jamie. Jamie yeah. Moore. Great. Quality. Um, yeah, yeah J- Jamie, um, J- Jamie and, and, and Nigel. Yeah. And obviously, Frank, Frank Hopkins, the Cutsman, and... Uh, yeah, just obviously, um, just with the situation. I've not left Oliver. Um, you know, I've not left Oliver. He's yeah. Just, um, he's, he's, he's been going through a bad time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, which his family's wanted to keep us, so we've, all, we've kept it quiet. Of course. And not many people know it, but he's been a little bit poorly. So, um, so yeah, Jamie's just um, just taking over till to, to he's better. Well, he's on, a good, he's on a good stretch at moments, anyway, Jamie, you know what I mean? It'd be nice, to, nice to see you uh, doing your thing on uh, September 16th. Listen, man, I'll let you get in that, Jim, so you can do your thing. Good stuff. Uh, really nice talking to you. Uh, mate, always oh, nice yeah. to talk to you. Thanks for all, all, all the banter and giving uh, Liv a little bit of abuse as well uh, as, we, uh, <laughs> as we were doing the show. Always good. Top man, Mark. We'll see you soon. All right, pal, oh, take pleasure. care. Banter. Speak to you soon. See you, mate. Bye-bye, bye, Mark. Bye. Bye-bye. He's been a great champion for St. Helens, hasn't he, Liv? A great yeah, representative, a representative of the region. And how close has he come so many times to win the world title as yeah, well? Yeah, I know. He's fell short a few, good, good few times. Mm. Not many more, man. We're going to Vegas, baby. Book yeah. it in. Mate, do you know what? Fighting Chavez, that's better than win the world title. Yeah, you know? We've talked about this before. No scouser, and I include St. Helens, Greater Merseyside area, has ever headlined a card in Las Vegas. Imagine what amazing it would be if Martin Murray Someone who deserves it as well. 100%. The career he's had, never turned the Fancy the undercard? Do you fancy the undercard on that? Yeah, of course you do, mate. Yeah, we'll have a bit of that, won't we? St. Helens on tour. Johnny Wellies. We've got Mad Benny on there as well. 
Yeah, just take it in. Imagine side. taking all them over to Vegas. Oh, mate, carnage. It'll be a good laugh. It will be, yeah. Uh, listen, thank you so much for listening to our uh, Radio City talk show. It's been action-packed tonight, obviously. Uh, the brilliant Liv Fussy with us. We wish you all the well uh, with the world at the end of this year. Yeah. Next time, bring your blooming medals in. Please. All right? Uh, that'll be fantastic. Great to have Masher on the show a little earlier on as well, and you've just heard from the brilliant Martin Murray. Uh, we'll have some more uh, chat next week as we start to build up. Nick mentioned uh, right at the start of the show, September is action-packed. We're starting to build up towards the uh, World Boxing Super Series. The card at the end of the month at the Echo Arena that Mash is going to be headlining, uh, that is one to be looking out for as well. But I've no doubt, even though we avoided it today, well I done. I was going to say, yeah. Well done. We did an hour without no. even mentioning it. Awesome. Even though we avoided it today... It's going to be unavoidable next week. Yeah, we are course. going to have to talk Mayweather McGregor because yeah. obviously it's happening this weekend. Before we go, before Liv, Liv, what do you think? Mayweather or McGregor? Uh, you got oh, any views on it? No, I obviously do think Mayweather, like 100% Mayweather, but see what kind of McGregor brings when he turns off. There we go. That's what everyone, that's what we're saying. <laughs> Fit the cheese, baby! Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Listen, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.